word of the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's words of the day, the first one unofficially brought to us by UrbanDictionary.com, dance on the blacktop. Mm. To get stabbed, shank, or to stab somebody, mostly referred to in prison. So dance on the blacktop, a phrase, not really a word, but there you go. The more, the more you know. Next word, it is controvert. What does controvert mean? To argue about, debate, or discuss. We do a lot of controverting on here. Mm-hmm. We do, we do a lot. We do our fair share of controverting on this podcast, and a lot of it leads to dances on the blacktop. So, and then we're just lucky. Why do you think people are missing so many episodes actually on a week-to-week basis? It's because they got to go home and they got to recover. Yes. I agree. Let's you know who's winning those stabbing mm-hmm. fights because I'm always on the podcast, right? Whoa. Just real quick. Pop, pop. No, I cut you. Mm-hmm. I cut you real deep. All right. Uh, so, yes, you hear Flan? This is Flan and I tonight. Are you ready to go, big dog? Let's get it on. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report, Gas Bags with Fun Facts, the podcast by regular Joes for regular Joes, sponsorship free because nobody wants to pay the sponsorship fee. My name is Jeff Woodworth and I am joined by my friend and co-host in that order, Brendan Flanagan. Hey How's it going, Flan? Good about you? I'm doing really good actually now that we don't have a fucking blackout to, to worry about. Mm, the, love the, blacking the out. PG, well, not that type of blackout, the PG&E blackouts. So mm. I'm glad that we didn't have to combat that again because remember we had that nice sensual podcast with Dan yes. and then we didn't have an uh, didn't have one because the blackouts and now we're back to the normally scheduled programming. So if we sound distracted at all, it is because my dog D is hanging out in the garage with us tonight. Hey, what are we doing? All right, love you. Um, so great show today, Flan. Let's get started off with the Alpha Beta Zeta. Uh, alpha is. Luka Doncic, because he basically is outscoring the Warriors' entire team right now. Let's take a look at, at halftime. Let's take a look at these stats right now. It I saw is, he had 22 points, and the Warriors had 20 points. At the time of this podcast, at the recording of this podcast, the Warriors and Mavericks are at halftime. It is 74-38 Mavericks. Luka Doncic has 33 points in 17 minutes. Luka Doncic is really fucking good. <laughs> Although I will say this. The Warriors, the first quarter with the Warriors were outscored 44 to 16. Second quarter, 33 or 30 to 22. So this is going to be a scrappy team that fights all year and then just doesn't know how to win, which is unfortunate. So it hurts. I'm not going to lie. And they're playing on on ESPN right now, so they're just getting shit pumped and embarrassed. At least they're three and 12. That's cool. They got to win. They logged another win before a loss. You know, you got to win sometimes, I guess. First so. overall seed or pick. Pick, yeah. We ain't going, yeah, seed for the draft. This dude is incredible. And then they're doing it, they're, they're just demolishing them while they're wearing the San Francisco jerseys too, which hurts a little bit even more. All right, Flan, what's the beta? You, for getting a soul patch, or trying to build, trying to get a soul patch. Got to crawl before we ball, baby. Mm. Soul patches, okay. I'll tell you, uh, say this. In Mr. My, clean? In my defense, no, no, no. In my defense, famous soul patches. I'm pretty sure Neil Diamond had one. Dude from Smash Mouth. So does every creep. Barry Zito, Tim Hudson, and Tim Lincecum all had soul patches. And you're, and you're not allowed anywhere close to a school, so you no, can perfectly not, in there. No, that's not true. That is reckless, reckless, <laughs> reckless as, as all hell. Uh, no, I just, you know what? I saw I saw the opportunity today, and I was like, I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it. I'm gonna, mm, I'm, well, I did it, it technically last night. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Billy Ray Cyrus, Fred Durst, Fred Zappa, Billy Bob Thornton. I mean, you know, no big deal. Like, these are just it's, it's great soul patches. I'm looking at the 23 most important soul patches of all time. Stevie Ray Vaughan, Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth. Number three is Howie Mandel. Whew, that, that's a soul patch and a half right there. Billy Ray Cyrus' soul patch. Billy he, has Bob, a he, has a good, he has a good one. Kevin Costner had a soul patch for a while. Ooh, Kevin Costner's was sultry. That's what I want my soul patch to look like. 
Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Fred Durst. I think I said that already. All right. Uh, so I will not, you know, it's cool. I'm just going a different route on the, uh, on the, on the facial hair. Look, my dad and my uncle can grow thick ass, like cop slash porn star mustaches, mm. and I don't get a lip sweater like Yikes. that. So I'm going soul patch. I'm zig. I'm zigging. Mustaches no, are about zig, being I'm patient. Zagging. Mustaches are about patience. I don't have patience. Mm. So the soul patch, it. it looks, it's in its, it's in its infancy right now, and it's gonna blossom into something beautiful. Nice. Yeah. All right, what's the zeta? Uh, again, back to you because you're getting braids in your hair, so you basically have two little mountains on top of your head. We're taking a lot of shots of me tonight. Uh, yes, this is true. I do have a, I do have a, a hair appointment, if you will, at the <laughs> barbershop. Uh, so, yeah, if you're listening to this uh, Thursday afternoon, there's a good chance I'm in the barber chair getting cleaned up. And then I decided, you know what? Since my hair was kind of growing out like Arthur from the Peaky Blinders season one through four, uh, I would, I would, you know, I was like, why not, why not braid it? Because it's starting to get long. I'm going to do it one time. I'm going to braid it. We're going to keep it braided for about three days. And then that's it. And then nice. it's out before Thanksgiving. And then, you know, so the family doesn't have to worry about it, but I do it for the culture. You only have the braids in for a little bit? For three, like three, four days. Oh, that's like it? Keep it in for the weekend. Oh. Actually, you know what? We'll see how it goes over the weekend. Mm. And if it works and it and they keep going, I'm gonna take it I'm gonna take it up to Thanksgiving as close as possible. Make my family nervous. <laughs> thinking that I'll be sitting at the table like that. With okay. the soul patch. I thought you were gonna have this thing on for a while. Soul patch like. and braids, baby. What a look. What a look. I'm ready. I like it. Did you hear Dion? You know the crazy thing about pits? Well, she's half pit. Is they look like a, a seal. If you look at their face, like they look like a land seal. Anyway, <laughs> before I get distracted. All right, so the alphabet is Zeta. Very heavy, picking on me, Jesus. Uh, Luka Doncic, Soul Patches, Braids, Alpha, Beta, Zeta, in that order. Flan, I just want to touch on some, some talking points here before we go, we carry on with the rest of the show. Uh, there's a lot of outrage over Colin Kaepernick. And I'm just curious, like, why do you think there is? Like, what's the, what's the reason for it, man? Like, I mean, I get. I'm just, and I'm not saying this to trap you. I'm just saying, like, what? There's you telling me that even as a backup quarterback, he sh- he shouldn't be on a roster. No, I think he should be on a roster. What's what about the excuse of he'd bring too much unnecessary attention? I think he. I, th- I when it comes, are you talking about? Are we talking about him as a player or his workout that he did over the weekend? We could talk about the workout. We could talk about him as a player. I just think just Colin Kaepernick in the NFL, I heard an interesting take that at this point he's more valuable if Cap doesn't get back into the league because then he could just go down as a martyr, whereas if he does get signed. That's what he wants to do. Well, if he gets signed and he plays as a backup and then he's irrelevant for the next couple of year, or next next few years, then he also looks like a sellout because he finally took a job, even though he supposedly wanted to be back in the league. It's just that I, but for me, right, I sent you that I sent you that snap of that woman on the on the KSRO <laughs> page. That was funny. Who, when I put the post about the workout and she called commented cap needs to learn how to play the white man's game look here uh, what was her name linda i don't know linda with a y linda with a y i don't remember your last name but and then you deleted your comment a couple hours later so i don't know if you came off the uh, if you were done with Did the you MB- like ksro no i didn't like it of course not that's so i would have gotten fired immediately yeah plug your mic back in. oh man i would have gotten fired immediately but i'm just saying that's crazy that they, people are doing this like it's like man just when they take that angle it's like you expose yourself for being a racist like it has nothing to do with his ability he clearly the one thing that we know about cap is that fool has no touch like he just fires it in no there like touch. a fastball right but this he tried time. to he tried working his his throwing motion one off season and didn't just but he also hurt thing. his shoulder and you know a lot of what he was doing was based off of with Harbaugh but look at the RPOs now that that teams are running look at all the teams that run RPOs so i think it's still a very plausible plausible idea that it does, it's not just Baltimore that he could fit in you can tell me he couldn't work in Kansas City behind Patrick Mahomes who's who's the KC backup right now that, that you're going to tell me Colin Kaepernick would not be better than. He's got an arm that's not better than Mahomes, but it's right it's right under there, you know, based off the fact that he fires everything in there, and he's mobile like Mahomes, too. So it's like, you know, luckily, the you know, and the, the way she's been playing, if Mahomes goes down, you know, that's not good. So it's a little Didn't late. somebody go down with Mahomes and the backup still won the game, though, this year? I think he still won the game, but I'd be interested to know what the record was with the backup. But I take a look, you know what I'm saying? When you take a look at some backups that are out there, like Blake Bortles is a backup quarterback. And, you know, I'm sure Blake Bortles tries really hard, and he beat the Steelers. I get it. But, you know, with the thing with the, with the Jags is they were, they were running the ball very well that year. So, but, I, I, you know, I just look at it, and I'm just like, what is going on here, you know? Yeah. And then you look at what they got going on in Cincinnati with Lindley, the rookie. And Andy Dalton just has never had any weapons. I, I had a hot take at work that I would take. I would accept Andy Dalton on the Steelers if he was a free agent and he wanted to come over. 
and he wanted to be the backup quarterback to Big Ben, or he wanted to just you know be on the roster, I would let Andy, I would let Andy Dalton. I would give him a shot just because he's had who's he been thrown to his entire career? Uh, an old ass Chad Ochocinco, an injured AJ Green, nobody else, and then he's had like a Joe Mixon as a running back. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know many teams that would. Your face would denote that you're not listening to me. What's going on? Sorry, there was a really big thing that happened at Chico State today. Sorry, just what, what happened at Chico State? Breaking news. Um, there was uh, some. I shouldn't know. It's all. It's very political. I don't want to really get into it. But okay, then fine. Sorry. All good. All right. Uh, but what did you think of the workout? Did you did you like what he, his idea of going to the place an hour north or whatever it was? I'm just saying he was handcuffed. He was really handcuffed by the league. Who tells you that they're going to give you a workout? Who says that they're going to grant you a workout well, on Tuesday, he, but it's going to be on if, Saturday? If he really wanted to make it go get in the league, if he really wanted to be in the NFL, don't you think he would have then? Showed up to the NFL workout. Well, he did. So, and here's what's juicy about this, because I guarantee you didn't hear this. So this is gonna be fun. Dude, did, well, didn't didn't he when he when he 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 showed up? And then they made him. They tried to have him sign a waiver. No, no. Well, well the thing is, the, the thing that though, that was kind of somebody pointed. I don't forget who pointed this out. Somebody pointed this out that when he went to this, he already had he had this whole thing planned in advance. He was he was never gonna work out at, at the Falcons facility. He had security already at the high school. He had people already there. If it was almost a last-minute, last-second thing at the high school, an hour north, mm-hmm. he, and then well, here's what it did. everything was already planned if, from the get-go. So, so the NFL did ma- tried to make him sign a waiver, which he didn't know about. What was the waiver? I don't know. And it's the just whole waiver the waiver thing. just said, "Hey, this tryout does not guarantee you a spot on an NFL team. Like all this is doing, you know." Isn't but, that, they don't they do it for all of them or not? But the one the one that Pro Football Focus posted that they they give to normal players was different than the one that they gave to Cap. Oh. It was altered slightly. And it's just like, that's a little shady there. When you take a look at the optics of the whole situation, the NFL was also not going to allow any media in there. So That you, was the little sketch. I thought that you, was so well, smart for Kaepernick. But. Exactly, right? Because you think about, like, I heard a story about Jackie Robinson back in the day when he had a tryout for the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox were the only team that were there at the tryout. And the Red Sox put out the narrative that Jackie Robinson sucked. He was just a lazy player. He didn't do this well, didn't hit well, blah, 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 all that. You know, go down the list of intangibles. He had none. To come to find out, a couple of years later, the Brooklyn Dodgers are just like, actually, he's pretty fucking good. But even, well, here's the thing. I look at it. If you really want to be in the NFL, if you went to the NFL track, you would have had a 1% chance of getting on a team. When he went to his own thing, he knew he had a 0% chance of doing his I own don't thing. think so. I, I'd argue that. And the, But there's also a question mark that gets raised there, right? Because, because he's not showing up to the NFL tryout where they're not allowing cameras in so they can control the narrative. All of a sudden, it comes out that Cap's just a terrible player. He's out of shape. And then you see him. He's not making those throws that he is on camera. So he does go to the workout and this is where i think it's all just a giant conspiracy this is where i this is where i start to question the conspiracy because you know i love me some sports conspiracy theories is that he moves the he moves the workout an hour away and the list of 24 teams all of a sudden cuts down to seven or eight now who are those seven or eight teams that are there watching him and why haven't they said anything? Why haven't they commented they're on the workout? They're just there because that's the, their owner probably said it's be a good look for our franchise but, if we went there. But okay, but we knew we had well, we didn't know, but we had an inkling that there was probably one or two franchises that were genuinely curious in him, so they had to disguise it. This is where I'm saying it's all sounding like it's one big conspiracy because none of those scouts from the seven teams that were there that that were there while he was working out have any feedback. There's a, go look online. There's no reports of that whatsoever of what anybody has to say. It's all the talking heads and pundits on TV. So that's what makes me wonder if it was all just a giant, like now I'm thinking media conspiracy, where you know all these media entities that the NFL. Well, everyone works knew with, when the, when it first popped up, everyone knew it was a PR. Some of the NFL was trying. Oh, to absolutely, because they did it so quickly and so hastily, and there was giving them no time. And again, you do it on a Saturday. That's what I'm saying. You really dig down to the base of this thing. It's like I think there's I think there's a little bit more. I think it's a media NFL conspiracy where they're trying to get in the good graces or you know trying to trying to like bring in that portion of the public back too to like you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and and Cap still has his money from the settlement and he's not you know he can put on this gravitas because because Cap knows that he needs to die a martyr rather than get a job in the NFL so it's a win 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 for all three the media gets to cover the NFL doing something great and and holistic and getting back in the good graces of the people the NFL gets back in the good graces of the people and Cap still gets to maintain his status I think boom right there Kaepernick conspiracy Boom. I feel like Charlie when he's pointing and connecting all the, the strings and rivets, <laughs> everything on the wall, but Cap Conspiracy 101 right there. I'm telling you, it was a tripod. Boom. Perfectly balanced. Everybody comes out a winner in this instance. It's crazy. Don't let this take get hot. 
All right, because it took a while to get there. You'd have to listen to about seven minutes of rambling before that. <laughs> uh, Flynn, I have one more thing before we get on with the rest of the show, and it's uh, Tua's surgery. So Tua Tagovailoa has now had a surgery on his ankle and surgery on his hip, and that's just this year on top of the injury that I believe he suffered last year. So what do we, what do we make of Tua? Like, what are, what are we going to make of him as a pro? What's going on here? Because keep in mind, he's playing with a bunch of five-star recruits, and they're the, they're the big fish in the small pond. So what do we, you know, I think he definitely for certain gets drafted, but what happens to him when he gets drafted? Where does he get drafted, and what happens to him when he gets drafted? Um, I don't know what to make of the Tua guy. Um, he'll probably be a top 15 pick if they say his recovery is three months or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I think, the, I think the hip injury kind of killed the whole number one overall pick thing. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to make of him. I feel like he might just be one of the classic uh, hyped-up quarterbacks in college that doesn't make him NFL. Because he was for certainly a number one pick uh, just as much as last year, right? Because now you, you were thinking, oh, it's either Tua and, and Trevor Lawrence is in a different uh, – Next year. Yeah, next year draft class, so you don't have to worry about it. And now you look at it this year, and you're looking at quarterbacks that are going to get drafted. It looks like Herbert's back on the, the big board there with Oregon. You've got Burrow. At Ohio, I mean at LSU, I'm pretty sure who's the Ohio State quarterback. I'm pretty sure that kid's gonna come out. Um, although, you know, I haven't been watching very much Ohio State football this year, so apologies. You know, he'll be out next year, wouldn't he? Who? Ohio State quarterback. Uh, he'll be a sophomore this year. Oh, he's a freshman. Oh, he's just a freshman. Never mind. He was a freshman last year when he played behind Jake Fromm, but uh, okay, yeah. okay, I got you. So yeah, there's gonna be a couple guys that pop up, and then of course, you know, like the closer we get to draft, there'll be like one or two more quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma, you know, there'll be one one more that. Just I feel like Jalen Hurts will end up being like the Deshaun Watson of this class. Mm, that's a hot take. That he's gonna drop, but he's gonna be the most. He's gonna look like the best. I, Lamar Jackson, you'd say, is more just purely based. I mean, he, well, had, that, he had that he's insane comeback Watson, this past. Right? He had this that insane comeback this last weekend against Baylor. Yeah, was Deshaun Watson and, and Lamar? Yeah, Clemson. Were, yeah, they're the same class. They were the same class. No. No, because no, 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 because Watson went with Mahomes and yeah, you're right. and Trubisky, whereas the Jackson just went with last, last year with year. The, that crop. Okay, my bad. So yeah, no, I get that. I'd say that he could be the he could be the the Watson of that class, where it's like surefire. He looks like the most well-rounded. You should take him, and for some reason, most experience, and, and for everything. some reason, Burrow and Herbert are going to. They'll have the him. raw talent, BS, the bigger hands, and everything. I can't <laughs> wait to be see who the team is that's going to be stupid and take Herbert over Burrow because right. Right now it looks like consensus. You've got to be stupid if you're trying to take anybody other than than Burrow. And you know there's. Remember having that Stanford sense. quarterback? Wasn't there a Stanford Andrew quarterback? Luck, he almost no, got no, no. There was a Stanford, there was a, I forget his name, but I thought there was a Stanford quarterback that was pretty good last year that everyone was saying is good, but maybe not. He might have just been to be one of those second or third round quarterbacks that gets drafted and out of nowhere. And boom. there's nothing wrong with being a second or third round quarterback other than having to sit and wait and hear your name called. But I mean, you know, the pressure is a lot Somebody less. Somebody did a thing that most top quarterbacks that I picked like in the top 10 rounds never pan it, out. Well, not never, but they just have a terrible... They, there's yeah, a very low percentage they, of them because, that pan out. Because there's so much... Well, think about it, right? How much pressure are you putting on a first or second round pick to start right away compared to a guy that you draft in the... Fourth or fifth like, round. Yeah, Luck and Newton are the only ones I can think of that. That's what I'm saying. You draft a guy in the fourth or fifth round, and you immediately think we're going to develop him. So automatically, that gives you a, that gives you a longer leash, right? The one exception would be Aaron Rodgers getting drafted at 22 and then just sitting there on the bench for about three four years. Or, oh, three years. I was going to say for about four. So yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. All right. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I feel bad for Tua. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but I mean, you know, it sucks because he gave you all that free football. Basically, that's yeah. what Alabama. Hopefully, he got compensated by the university at that point. God, I don't even care because that dude, that's just fucked, right? Because mm. look at what look at what he's put his body through. And I'm not saying you know turn this into a pay the players campaign. I mean, because we're obviously working our way down that road, and that's fine. I'm I'm totally with it. But it's just you just look at the situation. The other one that you can think of would have been uh, Lattimore. The one that was he was the running back that the Niners drafted a couple years ago out of South Carolina. Yeah, he had three injuries. That was three, shitty. Three knee injuries, and then he finally blew it out again in the NFL for a fourth time. No, he didn't blow out in the no, NFL. He, he just he just he just he just didn't pan out. No, just oh, pan okay. out. I thought he blew it a fourth time, but yeah, he hurt one one knee his like freshman or sophomore year. No, he tore he tore his ACL and then tore the other one. And then he dislocated one of the knees his last year. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. No, like, I, I think he only, he only had one ACL. You know, he had a he had an insane freshman year. That's, he, he played he played yes, the entire yeah. freshman year. And then, and then sophomore, junior, senior year, he had he fucked up one of his knees uh, each year. 
just did something. No, I think he only played three years. And then he fucked up his he fucked up his ACL sophomore year, and then he dislocated his knee junior year. And then I think he came to the conclusion that the only way he can make any money out of this is just go to the NFL now. Hmm. So, and then also the thing is, he's so tied to that university. He yeah. he got his degree in coaching and everything after that. So he's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I was pulling for him. He, I mean, everything you t- you read about him and looked at interviews of him, he's like the nicest guy in the world. Great so guy, down, humble, everything, but just didn't work out. Great Sucks. guy. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it for our talking points. Now let's uh, hit up Tim for Tim Brown's stat of the day. Tim's unavailable after we danced on the blacktop, so hopefully we're wishing, wishing him a speedy recovery. So, what? I just keep laughing. I get tagged in that fucking video. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I'm ready for three to deny for three so years. Silly me for thinking that's funny. All right, uh, here goes. Stat of the day. LeBron James is the first NBA player with a triple-double against 30 different teams. Boom. Whoa. So for those of you at home still trying to process that, that means that LeBron has a triple-double against every single team in the league. Hmm. Because he's been playing for so long, he's been able to compile all those stats. Am I calling LeBron a compiler? Maybe. Perhaps. Slightly. Totally. How many years has he been in the league? 16? Yeah. I mean, you'd think. I'd hope so. <laughs> How many cracks you get in each team over 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 60? You played both now in the Western and Eastern Conference. You played all around the league. Come on. And you play the playoff games too? Come on. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you just had plenty of opportunities. Ah, uh, yeah. Plenty of opportunities. That's all. That's all I'm trying to get at. All right. Okay. Uh, no, Tim. So that sucks. All right. Let's see if Bill's available. Uh, we'll, we'll see. I if don't Bill's, think so. We'll see if Bill's available for Lotto's locks. I know he's on a hunting trip right now, so we'll check in with him real quick. Put up or shut up. It's time for. Lytle's Locks. All right. Uh, no, Billy, he's busy on his hunting trip, so Flan had a point there. I, I really think we're going to start vetting our guests more before they before they decide, you know, before I decide to put them on the show. So it's our bad. Uh, Billy excused absence. He's hunting. Tim, I have no idea, man. Come on. Especially after the week that you put up in Lytle's Locks. Tim was the lead dog at 6-0. and Mateo went 5-1. and you had Cousin John and Dan both going 4-2, and two. Flan and Bill going 3-3, three and three, and then I was the low man at 2-4. and four. So that brings the overall standings for those of you keeping track at home. Flan is sitting at 25-17-1, Mateo at 24-18-1, Tim at 23-19-1, and, and then you have Bill at 22-21, I'm at 21-21-1, and then uh, the, late, the late bloomers uh, with Cousin John and Dan hopping on there, both on the... Uh, they need to get it up. They need to pick it up, all right? 13, 19, and 1 for Cousin John. 6, 11, and 1 for Dan. He had a, he had a good turnaround week. Mm. So hopefully may, nice. the, may the picks ever be in your favor, young Dan. Mm-hmm. You're going to need it. All right, same with Cousin John. Oof. All right, Flan, let's get this started. We're going to start off with Nebraska traveling to Maryland, where Maryland is getting 5.5 points. I will let you know that the rest of the board pretty split. Dan and Cousin John going Maryland. Mateo going Maryland. Bill and Tim going Nebraska. I'm going to Nebraska too. Yeah. Uh, I watched I watched the uh, Michigan Maryland game. Maryland is just god awful. That's literally why I'm going to Nebraska. God awful. Just god awful. I don't know. Are they really that bad? Who do they? They had somebody. It's they, like them and Rutgers. They, they were just, beating somebody earlier in the year, though. They they upset a couple teams. I could have swore. No. Five and a half so. points. Yeah, I'm going to go Nebraska, too. That's just a silly pick. I don't know why you would do that. All right, uh, moving along. The big game. Cal traveling to Stanford. Stanford giving two and a half points. We have a complete agreement across the board. Bill, Mateo, Tim, and Cousin John all saying Cal. Dan saying Stanford. Where are you going, Flan? Uh, I'm going Cal as well. Mm, any particular? Do you not like Stanford? Are you a Stanford or a Cal guy when it comes to the two? Cal. Cal, but I, I, uh, I like the coach. And I think you'll get the team ready for the good game, for the big game. For the big game. Mm-hmm. I like Stanford, even though we can't remember who the quarterback was. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Stanford. Two and a half points. I, I mean, like come it. on, win by. I mean, you just gotta win by a field goal. I like it. Pretty, I like it. Pretty easy, I think. I like it. You know. Thank you. You know, put a lot of time in that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, then moving along to the NFL. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are traveling to the Atlanta Falcons, where the Falcons are giving four and a half points. Hot Atlanta, very, very hot all of a sudden. 
Tim and Cousin John taking Tampa Bay. Dan, Mateo, and Bill taking Atlanta. That's where I'm going to, Atlanta Falcons, man. They uh, Ever since uh, Dan Quinn gave the defensive coordinator duties to the linebackers coach, this whole defense has just gone off. Yeah, and then you just have to hope that Matt Ryan doesn't look like, you know, pedestrian. So, And I think that's pretty good. You know, yeah. I, I can make it. And they're playing at home, so they generally play better at home, too. I'm going to rock with the Falcons here on that one. I like it. All right, next game, uh, Miami against Cleveland. Miami traveling to Cleveland. Cleveland's giving 10.5 points. That's just ridiculous. Uh, Bill I feel Ma- like all the money in this game is on Miami. Bill Mateo, the 10.5 would not suggest it. The Bill no, but I thought they had the, the line. Oh, the like, money line? What's the money line on it? No, no, no I'm just saying the line was pr- – I don't know where the line started. Well, it is early in the week, so maybe that's where it is started. Yeah. Uh, Bill and Mateo taking Cleveland. Tim, Cousin John, and Dan taking Miami. I'm going to take Miami, too. I am also. Yeah. Fitzmagic's been working a little this well, last few weeks. Fitzmagic, we talked about that. Fitzmagic mm-hmm. will get you 350 yards and no touchdowns and maybe an interception. Like, he'll get you he'll get you within striking distance for a field goal, or you got to have your running back uh, punch it in. This is the classic game where the Browns are just drained after – not drained, but they're just uh, – Coming off the emotional high of beating the Steelers. And I feel like they're looking that they're looking forward to that next Steeler game, big which time. is next week. Yeah. So this is an obvious trap game. I think Miami could definitely get them. Now, remind you, I think Miami could lose by less than ten and a half. And I feel like this defense is gonna, might get roasted without Miles Garrett. Might, might, just might. I don't know. The defense has been playing pretty nice on Miami, you know. So yeah. we'll see. What they, got, they got to keep to leave too, don't they? I, I believe so. We'll see what we'll see what Baker Mayfield's able to do against that Miami defense. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds like that's. It's like, how could you hype that up? But we're going to try right there. We're going to do it. Ooh, big yawn. Somebody's tired. (laughs) All right. Uh, So, yeah, we're both going Miami. All right, Flan, this is the big one here. And I think what's interesting to note is that even Mateo, noted Niner fan, picked a certain way. Mm. Green Bay traveling to San Francisco. Well, technically Santa Clara. uh, Where the Santa Clara uh, Clara 49ers of San Francisco are giving three points. And Bill... Mateo and Tim are all taking Green Bay. Wow. Mateo, being the Niner fan, he says that even good teams can lose. That's what he texted me, is that they can lose sometimes. Um, I would argue that's an oxymoron. But, you know, it happens. So then you've got Dan and Cousin John going Niners. How faithful are you? I'm going Niners. I think. Oh, I, I still think, I think especially after that Chargers game, the Packers, I'm not sure if they're – I think the offense is legit, but the defense, I'm still skeptical. I don't understand how you can be just so mediocre, and then all of a sudden you get a new guy in there, and you're just good mm-hmm. all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that defense has shown a lot of cracks. If but they, Aaron Rodgers has been able just to back it up so often. If you are a listener of this podcast, I don't even have to tell you who my pick is. <laughs> you You already know, okay? You already know. The quarterback of the visiting football team – is by all accounts, according to one Stephen A. Smith, a bad man, a very bad man. And when he gets to R E L A X, and he's got he's got that mentality, man. It's oh, it's like a butcher just going at a carcass, mm. just a fresh carcass. Wow. Watch him slice that shit up. I'm just saying. It's Aaron Rodgers. You can't. I'm not sleeping on him. I don't care how good your. I'm not sleeping on either. I don't care how good you think your defense is. The, the, the reason you're only getting the standard three points at home is because Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Otherwise, this game would be straight pick 'em, or Green Bay would be favored because Green Bay's. I mean, because San Francisco is only getting the standard. We're giving them three points because we're the home team. Standard home field advantage. All right. Since the other guys aren't here, we can't really have them comment on their picks, so we'll make comments and judge them on their wild card picks. Uh, Dan is going with the Gi- or the Jets plus two and a half. I actually have to take a look at who the Jets are playing. Do you know offhand, Flynn? I do not. I don't follow that team. Good shit. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. I appreciate that. From the Raiders. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Oh, I should have known that. That's right. I was talking to Luke about that at work today. All right. So, yeah, the Jets. The Jets. Plus two and a half against Oakland. That's so. That that's ridiculous. so. Oakland's coming in as the road favorite here, which is wild because they're not even giving the Jets. They're not even giving. They're almost giving the Jets road dog spreads at home, which is crazy. I don't. I mean, you know, but traveling east early in the morning. I don't know if the Raiders will be able to do it. Maybe the Jets catch them sleeping literally. So interesting pick there from Dan. 
we're going to go next to both Tim and Bill's uh, wildcard pick. They are taking the Seattle Seahawks minus one and a half. So, again, the Seahawks road favorite in Philadelphia, Battle mm. of the Birds out there. Look for that hashtag later. But, I mean, Russell Wilson, better quarterback than, than Carson Wentz. Running back situation, I think Carson's better than whatever they've got in the backfield at Philly because Jordan Howard's hurt, you know, and I know that because I'm a fantasy team. You look at the wide receiving core, you definitely got that in Seattle with Lockett, Metcalf, and now Gordon. Mm-hmm. So, and the tight end. I mean, well, the tight end is better in Philly with Ertz. And then you look at the defense, and I think it's kind of a coin flip because I don't think they're great defenses, you know. And so that's where I kind of got to give the nod to Seattle here. It's a good pick for these guys, and I understand why the why the spread was the way the spread was. Mateo zigging while everybody zags. He is got or while everybody else is whatever the fuck they're saying. I'm I'm backwards. I'm tired. Uh, you've got he's taking Detroit minus one and a half as they travel to Washington to take on the R words. It's minus three and a half now. It's minus three and a half now. Mm, should we hold him to the? Should we hold him to three and a half, or should we? Or should we make him? Or should we let him slide with the one and a half? It doesn't matter to me. Let him slide with the one and a half. Then that's how it is. Law. Hmm. All right. So, and I think that's a good pick. I mean, even with a backup quarterback in Driscoll, who's fucking abysmal, he was at Florida. So, and I'd imagine that he is as a pro. He's going to help navigate the Lions to uh, maybe a 500 record. But this is for sure a must or an easy win game and a must win game if you're the Lions. Like you have to, you have to fucking beat uh, the the Washington R words. There's no way that you could let that slide. Flan, who's your wild card game? Uh, I think I'm going to take uh, Ravens over the Rams at minus three on Monday Night Football. Really? Yes. I'm going to take Baltimore minus three. They're the road favorite again. A lot of road favorites this week. Interesting how that's going to work out from a gambling standpoint. Well, I think the Ravens will kind of take care of business here uh, against the Rams. I just, well, I just think their defense, I think Goff's just a shell of himself, and that defense will just eat them alive. 100%, but it, what, it, what, kind of, what kind of noise is that? Front line of the uh, of the D line of the Rams gonna be able to make against you know Baltimore like is, is uh, Aaron Donald gonna be able to wreak havoc like you know wreak, or he's gonna require two guys easy and I wonder what that does to the Baltimore run game and assignments and blocking wise like it's just gonna be interesting to see how they they work that out plus Clay Matthews out there too like he's no slouch so that's gonna be a close one actually now I think about it minus three minus well, three roll with it you gonna roll with it yeah. Roll with it. Yeah, that pick's got balls. All right, and then lastly, Cousin John and myself. We, I admitted Cousin John from this because we both picked the same game. We are taking the Bills. My nose is itching like a motherfucker right now. Uh, th- we are taking the Bills minus four over the Broncos. Uh, I just think the Broncos defense. It's been pretty good. It was good. It was good. All right, man. We're still living. We're still letting them live off borrowed credit, borrowed time. Had a, the last couple weeks have been pretty good on defense. Who have the Broncos played the last couple weeks? Doesn't matter. From, so, I mean, they, they, they played they, the Kirk. Been... No, this game matters because they played Kirk. Oh, okay. They played the Kirk Cousin Vikings, and then the. Uh, they're not bad. They're pretty good. Who they? Oh man! And then they had a bye. It looks like in week ten because I don't see them popping up. Then they played the Browns. Congratulations! And before that, they lost to the Colts. So I'm just saying. I'm I'm thinking we're letting the, the Broncos defense roll off the reputation it had when Peyton Manning was quarterback, and it's like Peyton Manning ain't quarterback no more. Okay, they got some pedestrian ass. What is his name? Brandon Allen back there? I had no idea what he is. So, and I think, I think Buffalo's defense is pretty good. Granted, Buffalo's been one of those teams where it's like you look at all their wins, and it's not really against the slou- it's against the kind of slouchy opponents. This is one of those slouchy opponents in the Broncos. So I think that they'll be able to take care of business, and I'm sure John does too. They're going to cover by at least five points. Mm-hmm. So that'll do it for Lido's Locks. Now it is time for winners and losers. There are winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers of this episode of the podcast. First up, Flan, we're going to start with Le'Veon Bell. And that is because Le'Veon is tired of being, air quotes, randomly drug tested. He voiced his frustration in a tweet earlier today that said, I done had five, air quotes, random HGH blood tests in 10 weeks, dot, 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 at NFL, at him, he's not afraid. I'm not doing another after today. Whatever y'all looking for, it obviously ain't there, and I'm not about to keep allowing y'all to stick me with those dirty-ass needles. Find the players who really do that HGH BS and get off me. You know what? I think that this is so crazy, it just might work. Could, what, what's going to happen if he doesn't, if he just refuses to take the drug test? 
would they just not allow him to play? It's pretty. That's a boss move. Five random drug tests. That's like what they were doing to Eric Reed. I remember we 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 talked about this. So it is it is mathematically possible for this to happen with their algorithm, but only like eighty guys are getting tested a week and throughout the league. Wasn't the reason why Eric Reed was getting tested because he already failed a drug well, that's test true. before? He had been alerted, and but then, he never told anybody but, that. But then that's all, he omitted that from his little whiny tweets. But about the drug test, I'm not saying all his tweets are whiny. Just the whiny drug testing tweets. Once we found out that, it was just like, well, bro, that's because of this. But with Le'Veon, I think it's because he's he's also falling victim to the whole the whole getting suspended for weed back in the day. So that yeah. would naturally happen. So it is possible for these guys to get to get randomly air quotes tested mm-hmm. week after week, you know, do the algorithm, but it's just crazy that there's only 80 guys that they're really drug testing on yeah. a week to week basis, or, you know, that they can drug test at a time on a week to week basis. I'm sure there's more than 80 guys that are on the NFL's hit list for priors for drugs. Mm. You know, it's a big ass league. And then again, I just want to see if Le'Veon's going to actually hold to this and just not, not take another drug test. Like what happens? Yeah, that's crazy. All right. Uh, next up on the list, Jose, Mar- or I think it's Jose Mourinho is going to be signing with Tottenham. And this is big because he was just the coach of, of not only Manchester United but also Chelsea, Tottenham's rivals. So that'd be like that'd be like Steve Kerr taking a job to go coach the Lakers. And that'd be a bigger deal for us because Luke Walton was just kind of filling in. He's an assistant coach. That's fine. Go ahead, Luke, you play down there. But Steve Kerr just leaving to go to the Lakers or to go to the Clippers, it'd just be like, what? How could you? You know? Wait, so they went for you went from where to where? I believe I believe his timeline, if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly, and I just I don't want to look it up because I don't care that much about it, but I thought it was ner- newsworthy, uh, is that he went from Manchester United or he went from Chelsea to Manchester United or vice versa, and now he's at Tottenham. I thought it was a that's a downgrade. Yeah, well, Manchester United and Chelsea are also rivals too, so it's like you but know, those are like those are like the two when it comes to like Soccer and English and English football. Those are those are the, the that's two your top teams. tier, and then Tottenham's like you know one A, or like there you those are one A and Tottenham's like one B, one B, one B. That's what they'd be. Everton and Tottenham I always are 1B. thought they're like a B. Everton and Tottenham are always like one B. I always thought it was like it was like it was Chelsea and Man U, and then you got Liverpool's like one B, and all those are and um Man City are like one B. Then the B's are like the Tottenham's of the world. Mm. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess I'd have to watch more European soccer to to really get a grip on that. I haven't watched European soccer in years. <laughs> just so been I don't, just years, have, just bro. Have no care in it anymore. I used to care about it when it was really, when it was really cool to care about it, but I don't think it's cool anymore, so I don't care about it. It's all about clout. I'd argue that it's actually pretty cool to care about it now because it's gaining more popularity and you're more connected with the social media age. No, nah. it's more of just like, look at me. I care about soccer. Basically. Dope. All right. So next up, I don't know if you saw this video at the Laker game. Uh, Venus, Gronk, and James Corbin were all dancing at halftime. Did you see that video? Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, so it's a win with that. Gronk not coming back this year, huh? What do you think about that? Um, I think it was funny that he got to make every single Patriots fan think they're getting Gronk back. And Cucked say, nope, him. I'm Cucked having him. a party on the beach in Miami. He also straight lost like 60, 70 pounds or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. My, my buddy who's a big Patriots fan is from Boston. He's all pumped. I was like, yeah, dude, he, thought he lost like 40 pounds. That was something like that. He lost a crazy amount of weight. I'm just saying, go pick up a 40-pound dumbbell, and Gronk lost at least that. Yeah. Around, you know, so it's like, that's wild. So he's gonna if he comes back at all, he'd be like a six 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 seven wide out. That would just be a red zone threat, and he'd be six 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 seven, about two two ten, probably two twenty five. I'm sure he could get up to, but there'd be no reason for him to bulk up like that again, because then we'd just be like, that's Royce. Yeah, hundred percent. If he got that big again, um, which also makes you think, makes you wonder if he lost all that weight. You know, <laughs> just well, <laughs> reckless speculation. All right, uh, next up on the winners losers list. Laker fan Max, did you see what he did at one of those TV timeouts, Flynn, doing this little competition, shooting competition? The Lakers tweeted out our buddy Max out here trying to get himself a contract. Three mind-blown emojis. So good for him. I mean, he's got terrible. He was, he was hucking him up there, So, but he's got that little kid shooting for him, so it looked kind of ugly, you know? Yeah. Where he's got to kind of throw his entire body into it. Yeah. But good for him. He's, he went viral, and I guess that's all you can ask for in today's millennial age is to go viral. Next up on the winners losers list, I ask you about the possibility of an MLB team in Toronto. I mean, not Toronto, Orlando, knowing that they've already got two franchises in that state that suck and don't draw very well. So, winner or loser to the idea of the proposed 
Major League Baseball team known as, or that would be known as the Orlando Dreamers. This is a real thing. It's a real thing. Um, I don't. Well, you have you have thirty one teams in baseball. It makes that that's kind of odd. What if they What if they promoted a, a Las Vegas minor league team to a new stadium? Wait, so they're doing this is a minor league, not actual MLB the show. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's a show or if it's minor league to be completely sure. It said MLB when I read the headline, so that would lead me to suggest that it would be actual major league baseball. M I L B would be the minor league mm-hmm. baseball, you know? So I'm I'm led to believe that there'd be a major league baseball team that they would move there. What if they yeah, what if they, they like move the Rays? They're just like, you know what, we're actually just gonna move take you out of Tampa Bay, we're gonna put you in Orlando because we think we could do better with the baseball here in Orlando. Orlando is more inland in Florida, correct? How'd you just say that, city? Orlando. Okay. <laughs> Orlando. <laughs> Orlando's more inland, right? Yes. Yeah, way more. Tampa's coastal. That's why it's Tampa. It's actually called Tampa is the city. Tampa Bay is the, the greater bay that it sits in, you know? The, the, the fact that the city, but the city is not known as Tampa Bay. It's just Tampa. Huh. Tampa, Florida. But they go by Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa Bay Bucks, Tampa Bay Rays, mm-hmm. you know, because Tampa just sounds kind of meh, yeah. meh, you know, Tampa. I play for Tampa. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like what if there's like a Tampa Tampa Tug? Why don't you be even Orlando? I mean, if you're trying to put a somewhere, why don't you just yeah, put Yeah, if you were going to put a franchise anywhere, would you, where would you put a Major League Baseball franchise? Well, you have to put two, but where would you put the two? American League and National League. And it doesn't matter where it is on the map because remember American League Coast or American League and National League they they cover the map. Well, let's see. You got one in Georgia, right? You have you don't really have one anywhere in Alabama. I don't know if you'd have a market there. I don't know about Charlotte. Charlotte's one of the bigger up and coming cities. You could put one there. Um, I mean Vegas is also you can always have Vegas for one. But I don't is know there a baseball team in Tennessee? No, you put one in Nashville. Yeah, I put they one. They have a minor league. They have a minor league team there, the Nashville Sounders. I would put I would put a team in Tennessee, and I'd probably put a team in maybe either Oregon or maybe put one in like I fucking might. I think, that, I don't, I might, I think, might, I think make another Oregon, Texas team. I think Oregon wouldn't. I don't know if Oregon would work. I would do probably then a Texas team. One hundred percent. I don't think that would work either. I think Charlotte would be a good one, but I, I don't know. Hmm. All right, we'll table that for later. <laughs> All right, but we think that this is a stupid idea for Orlando, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up on the winners-losers list, the Maple Leafs have fired their coach after a 9-10-4 start. Flan, is this grounds for termination? Uh, Totally. Yes. So his team do a no, it's not his. No, he was just the coach of the team. Oh, the coach. He, the coach got fired after the. Who fired? And the owner. Well, the front office. Yeah. Mike Babcock was fired by the Maple Leafs after winning nine games, losing ten, and then I I believe losing four in overtime. Was this his so, first season? I think so. It was. Haven't been following it that closely. Oof. I just saw the headline and was like, "Ooh, it's bummer." Never, ooh, that's never a good idea when you decide to fire your coach. Uh, what are they in like? Yeah, not even 25 games in. 25 games in the season is what they're in. Bummer. So, that sucks. Actually, I think 23. I'm not a math guy, dude. It's tough. It's tough out here. So, yeah, that's a a loss. All right, uh, next up on the winners, losers is Ben Askren. So, the dude who got kneed in the face by Jorge Masvidal in five seconds and and almost died in the octagon. He has officially retired. So, bye. Thanks for playing. Smart. Ben Askren won one fight. I don't know what his contract was with he signed with the UFC, but he had so much hype coming out of one FC. And I was part part of that hype train, not going to lie. But then I saw his first fight that he won, and I was just like, I don't know about this guy. All he does is take it to the ground. And then Jorge Masvidal put him in a body bag in five seconds. So I I guess at that point, if your head's just caved in, you really have no other choice than to just retire. Yeah. Just hang it up. Just hang it up, big dog. So that's an L right there because definitely not going out on the way he wanted to, which sucks. All right, and then last up on the winners-losers list, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov still want to get careful. He still wants to fight George St. Pierre. I don't know what that means. Khabib wants to fight GSP. You don't okay. know. You don't know who that registers it at at all. I just say if it's a good fight. Sweet. French Canadian UFC legend, the dude, the white dude with the uh, Asian Asian. Um, nope. Letters tatted on his chest, Florida Lee on his calf. 
don't all of them have something tatted on their chest? And Pretty much something like that. But those were his only two tattoos. He went to war with Matt Hughes. Uh, he's just one of those, he's one of the UFC guys that took it from the old guard to the new the guard. The only people I can name that are in the UFC that are on my, off the top of my head are, are Khabib, McGregor, John Bones Jones, and um, the guy, he, he, the big, the fatter guy. So not even him. Daniel Cormier. Yep. There you <laughs> yeah. go. So you've got three and a half fighters that you know. Yeah. Okay. Very good. What a stable of fighters there. Anyway, I think this is big if it was to ever happen. I don't think it is ever going to happen because I don't think GSP wants to come and fight Khabib. And I just think he's done fighting. And then Khabib, it's like, I mean, what, what, if you're Khabib, you got to find your own money fight that you could find in the UFC. And you got to find somebody who'd be equally as good at grappling as you. If I was Khabib, I would honestly take on Ben Askren. I would call Askren out and have him come back. I don't know if they're in the same weight class or not. Call him out. Have him come back and take on another good-ass grappler if you're really looking for a fight like that, if you're looking for a money fight. Because the only other way you're going to get it is McGregor, and we've already seen you beat the piss out of him. So and I don't know how many people would want to watch that fight again. So... Uh, that's a, I'm going to say an L for Khabib right now because it's like do a better job of picking your opponent, your, your money, your cash grabs, if you will. All right, so that'll do it for winners and losers. Now it is time for the pop culture update. Are you, are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter, but we're still going to talk about it anyway. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. So I have, uh, we're opening up our Twitter machine. Plan. Last time I checked, you're still on Twitter, right? Yes. Back on, still on. Good job. Never give up the fight. All right. Uh, ooh, so it looks like Brad Pitt and Aaliyah Shockett are apparently not a couple. They're just friends. Oof, if I've heard that. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that, right? So good for Brad Pitt. You know what I'm doing is I'm going to be too keen to the pop culture that's going on right now because of that, because of hot, because hot, like, cause I have to thumb through all those gossipy websites. Like this is, this is purified mm-hmm. gossip right here. I'm just looking at what's on Twitter. Love gossip. So when I have to go deep through the weeds or dig through the weeds on it to do it for work, it's like, meh. Okay. Oh, look at this. Nipsey has received three posthumous Grammy nominations. That's dope. Nipsey was nominated for best rap song, best rap performance, and best rap sung performance. Uh, the rapper, and, well, we know he, he died in March, so R.I.P. Nip, and that's pretty dope that he is going to be up for a Grammy because I bet you uh, he should win at least one of those. That would be pretty dope. It would be unfortunate that he couldn't be there to, to receive it, though, you know. All right, uh, moving on, we have SNL announcing some hosts here. They, they posted, ooh, you know when SNL posts on the, uh, the dartboard when they just put up the, the fat cards? You know what I'm talking about? They put up the fat cards. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And they show you. So December 7th is Jennifer Lopez. She's host J-Lo's hosting and DaBaby's performing. I bet you I could already tell you what two songs he's going to perform. DaBaby. He's probably going to perform Suge and Walker, Texas Ranger. Mm. Those would be the two. If he's smart, he'd perform those while he's on there. Did you see his bop music video? I did not. It has the ja- he brought the Jabberwockies back. Everyone was really pumped about it. Brought the what? Jabberwockies. Oh, Okay. So, yeah, maybe maybe he performs that one. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. All right, and then December 14th, Scarlett Johansson and Niall Horn are going to be uh, the the pairing there. She's going to be hosting. And then December 21st, interesting that they did this, Eddie Murphy's going to be hosting, and Lizzo is the performer. Making his return, isn't it? He hasn't, been, he hasn't been back since he yeah, left. So he's going to be uh, December 21st. Eddie Murphy makes his return, and it's going to be with Lizzo. Kind of funny. Catch my drift if you figured why they paired them together. Okay. So, moving on. We have... What else is on here? Oh, fuck. Why are they still trying to do this? Cats. Cats released a new trailer. The Cats movie. Have you? Did you see the first one? Yeah, it was the strange. First you showed it to me. It's fucking gross, dude. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay, I did. I did. Man, that's... Wow. Strange. I don't know why people are just like, you know what? That's a great play. Let's turn it into a movie. It's like, let's fucking not. All right? How about that? Seriously. Jesus. All right. And anything else to add to this? Flynn, you got anything? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> Fantastic. Hard. Thank you. I empathize with that. All right. So, obviously, a quick show today when it was just the two of us doing all the heavy lifting, but it's whatever. Uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Yes, you'll be you'll be yes, here on Sunday. Sir. Hopefully, hopefully Flynn will be more well-rested on Sunday. Same here. It's tough. It's like a... Humble brag, it's a, it's a blessing to be on two radio stations, 
but it's also hella tiring. Yeah, it's hard out here for people. Dude, I'm just saying you do a lot of t- like like a lot of just like m- you know mind focusing, and I know that sounds really stupid, but that's where I'm at right now. You just do a lot of concentrating. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> a lot of concentrating, editing audio for one station, and then you got to go turn it on and be you know a personality for the other one. And then I still like doing the podcast too, but like my mouth my physically hurts right now. <laughs> I'm starting to get locked jaw. Take that from what Oof. you will. Yeah, take that as you will. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. So Flan's got nothing. What are we doing this weekend? Are we doing anything this weekend? I don't know. We drink. We? we drink. Sure. We drink. All right. We drink this weekend. I love when a plan comes together. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back on Sunday to the haters and losers, of which there are many. Go fuck yourself. Until next time. Deuces. That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal. A clean sweep for the Irish. I said it last year. When I heard you to take part, I heard you to take over. Yeah. Hey. Steady, I'm pushing and popping. You and I ready, you'll happen. Moonwalk, Billy Jean, ooh. Feeling like I'm Michael Jackson. OJ Glove don't fit this gig. Gotta go meet me there instead. Most of my friends will go and flick. Danger if I'm off getting head. In the whip by a baddie. Text me that addy. Showing ass on Insta. Let them know you got a fatty. Where you been? I've been working. Even on damn sad days. Overtime on a holiday. Making that St. Pass Day. Time and a half in my bag. Louis a chap. Scaring. You don't know Jack. I gotta laugh. Cause who you thought? Kangaroo? Cute nigga, shit. They be saying I should model like this. You don't know squat, pull up a squat. New kid, I'm squat. Wait till I drop. I can tell this. That girl be squat. Lulu lemons on bee sting. Sleep together, that's dream team. I'm awake cause it's Monday. Start the week, shit, bullshit. I don't get paid enough to be here past the time of my full shift. Bet on Friday, I'm leaving two minutes early, checking up the deuces. Vibrate, new phone, who this?